Welcome to Life's Rich Tapestry, a podcast exploring the narrative of people's layered lives. Listen in on courageous conversations spoken from the heart. Gain insight into another's life as we tackle compelling topics which will expand your mind, help you gain perspective, and might even inspire you to do things differently. My name is Evelyn, and I look forward to your company. And welcome to another show of Life's Rich Tapestry. Our body image is formed by the thoughts, feelings, attitudes, and beliefs we have about our bodies and how we look. If you've grown up as a chubby or heavier child, body image issues can haunt you for most or maybe even all of your life. We live in a world that can often be obsessed with unrealistic standards of beauty and obsession over diet culture. This can have a harmful effect on persons, on a person's body image, self-worth, and mental health. Even if you are a strong, independent person, homeowner, single parent, business owner, this issue of body negativity can literally be a part of your everyday narrative. Now, on today's podcast, I'm here with my friend, Marianne, who as me, has had body image issues for most of her life. We are going to dissect this nasty layer, which has consumed way too much of our time. So (laughs) welcome to the show, Marianne. I'm so, so grateful to have you here with me. This is my first Zoom interview. So um, uh, other interviews have actually been here in my studio or in my office studio, or I've just been talking to myself. (laughs) So it's uh, I'm so grateful to have you. Well, welcome, Marianne. Thanks for having me, Evelyn. It's it's great. I'm looking forward to having a chat about this. As you say, it's taken up way too much of our <laughs> our fifty plus years, hasn't it? It's just it's insane. It's really yeah. insane. When did when did you? What age did you notice uh, that weight was an issue for you? Well, I probably started to be a, a bit overweight about the age of fourteen or fifteen. Um, I've, I've dissected why that is and I've come up with a few theories. But, yeah, that's when I started probably weighing a bit more than my peers at school and, and it started to become a problem, you know, into my probably 15, 16. I, I was definitely overweight by then. Okay. So, I mean, with me, it actually started in um, year one. So I, I was, uh, yeah, I was a fat kid and, and um, because we – I was a military brat too, so we moved every few years, and it was so hard starting new schools because when you're young, you know the way you look is your currency. You know, you know. It's so when you're a fat kid and wear thick glasses, it wasn't. Uh, it just wasn't very pleasant. So it's something that stuck with me, fifty plus years. So uh, it has it has been an issue. I think it's harder probably now because of social media. I mean, I mean, it was hard back then, but I think with social media, it probably is probably a little bit more difficult. Do you, do you think? Well, possibly. I, I know when I went to school, I was really fortunate that the school I went to, it wasn't a huge school and it was fairly strictly sort of governed by the nuns. So there wasn't a lot of teasing that went on. It was, it was, 
it wasn't really a problem for me to be teased by my peers. But I would imagine in this day and age with social media, that might be a different scenario um, going home and, and, you know, I suppose you're more aware of what people are saying about you because it's being posted rather than just whispers behind your back. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, which I'm sure people did make comment, but I fortunately wasn't, you know, teased too brutally. Um yeah, you know, and I think sometimes I compensated for being overweight by being a bit of a class clown. So that kind of became my identity a little bit, and maybe that let me get away with a little bit more. Yeah, isn't it funny how you do overcompensate when you're a little bit heavier? I know I I overcompensated too, I, or I made fun of I was uh, self deprecating. You know, I made yeah. fun of me being um, just you know overweight and looking like um i'm uh, fine i'm fine yeah 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 you don't you're you're fine about it yeah (laughs) yeah i remember in in year two i was um selected as um santa claus's wife so (laughs) i was i was the heaviest kid so it's uh yeah it really it really followed me a lot when i was young and and um even um, I had an uncle who who called me fatso, and and it was uh, it was it was horrible actually. And and I remember my parents didn't didn't speak up for me. And you know how you remember that? Like you don't remember the other thousands of times that they've stood up for you, but that one time they didn't say something. You 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 think about that all all the time. Um, Knowing yeah. when someone close close to you or someone yeah. that's respected in your family says something like that, I do think it leaves an, a message in your brain for, for future. Yeah. You know, I do yeah. think it has a, it leaves this a scar tissue, that, um, even though it may seem like an innocuous comment or not that bad yeah. or you would get over it. I think when you're young, I think when you hear comments like that, they're harder to, they become part of your hard wiring, I think. I think so too. And, and I, I know that like, I know that your relatives, you know, they mean well. Um, you know, they might mean well. Said, so, oh, you maybe don't need that second helping. You know, but when you're when you're a young young child, I don't think it really matters. I don't know. Just and a lot of the times, it's probably might even be your parents' issue too. You know, mm, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, my mum definitely had, I remember her probably in her 50s constantly talking about being on a diet, you know, and eating light foods and so forth. So she was trying to lose weight. So I grew up with that and I suppose that had an influence. But definitely there was also that scenario of uh, uh, my mother was uh, a child of the Depression, the Great Depression, and so she valued food you had to eat everything on your plate you know you don't waste food because you're lucky to have it um so there were there were a lot of issues going on yeah yeah thinking we both have children we both have uh, parents of single boy like single we have one child in our family yeah boy and uh i don't but neither of them have any weight issues do they they don't no no i i think i'm I I think young men probably hide it differently. Um, you know, I I, I don't know. Our, our yeah, maybe because we're aware of uh, the way our parents treated us. Maybe we be. I don't know. I, I know I was highly aware of it, so I didn't force anything on my son. Um, but then you know, I wonder who knows if I would have had a daughter if maybe I would have said something. You know, who knows. Yeah. I think it's really it's a really difficult position if you can imagine being a parent 
with a child who's becoming, you know, her weight is or his weight is becoming outside of the norm, be it underweight or overweight, how do you broach that without causing more of a problem? Yeah, you know, without, yeah. Without it making, without trying, with, you know, try to be subtle, don't make it an issue, but how do you mention you need to eat more or you need to eat less to, because you are, it is becoming a healthy issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, uh, there, a current study um, actually says that uh, this is, I found this interesting, that more than half of girls and one third of boys as young as six to eight say that their ideal weight is thinner than they are. So there is even an ideal for younger people to be yeah thinner than what they are and what we see on the media too. Uh, this this was interesting as well. Um, 87% of female characters on television between the ages of 10 and 17 are below the average weight. So oh, we good. see this on television. Um, we see that the ideal weight is below normal. And uh, it's yeah. no wonder that that we grow up and have this, you know, body sort of image issues. I remember when I was about 15, 16, I remember cutting out a picture of, in a magazine of a girl in a, a, I think she was in a cosy or a bikini and she was a model clearly and very slim and I thought I, I'll go on a diet to look like her and thinking back now I think I could never have looked like her. I had a completely different body shape uh, but that was, you know, I put that up to motivate me to diet and yeah. to get slim and look like that because yeah. I thought that's what you should look like. Yeah. You know? Isn't it interesting? So so when you actually do lose the weight and you think you're going to be so much happier and you're going to feel you're going to be so much more beautiful, you realize you're not. I mean, you know what I mean? So the same person in yeah. a slightly different skin. Exactly, because uh, so like like as you know, I had to lose a bit of weight when I first became a flight attendant and um and I, uh, I hated being that skinny because I couldn't eat, <laughs> and, uh, and it was it was horrible. And and joining the airlines in the nineties, uh, Delta Airlines in the nineties, we had to weigh in the first six months. Uh, oh. They don't do that now, but we had to weigh in the first six months. So we had to first we had to be skinny to be a part, be within a weight range, and then we had to weigh in the first six months every every I think it was just once a month. But boy, I starved myself before the weigh in, and it was. Uh, and I, I felt horrible. I felt so sickly and I uh, didn't feel healthy um, at all, uh, you know, and I, I didn't even feel pretty. Isn't that interesting? You think you lose all this weight, you're going to feel pretty, but I didn't, I still felt a bit fat in some instances. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just, it was weird. You know, it's weird. So you lose the weight and you still kind of feel, you know, you're a slimmer, but you still have that mental attitude that you're not, that you're heavier you know, or chubby Do, or something. I've experienced that. You and I have both had periods in our lives where we've been quite slim. Yeah. Like an average, you know, well, below yeah. average. Yeah. Like perhaps even sort of size 10 to 12. And both, and, and I remember feeling huge. Like yeah. I remember feeling extremely overweight, even though looking back at photos, I realised I was actually within my he healthy weight range. Um, but I had still had that, image in my head I saw a different image in the mirror to what 
was really there. Yes. Body dysmorphia had kicked in, and I don't know much about it, but it was powerful. Yeah, yeah, it, it is powerful. I do, what I do like on social media is they do have these body positivity uh, sites, which which I actually love to follow. There's a there's a few that uh, the the girls are uh, you know they're they're my size, maybe just a tad bigger, but uh, it, it does. They just show how you you know you can wear clothes and make yourself look beautiful and just yeah. you know, and it, it's really it's really not about uh, the size you are. It's all in your head, isn't it? That's what I've yeah. come to figure out as I'm getting older. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. I think um, it, like. Well, I think you could say that a very slim person may not be as attractive as a larger person who has a lot of confidence, inner confidence and, yep. and kind and exudes kindness, for example. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how men feel about that, but uh, certainly I think that people can be attractive and be bigger than it just depends on their personality really, but that's I yeah. probably... I probably focus on that more now as I'm older. <laughs> but when I was younger, as you say, as you're young, your image or your your uh, look is so much more of your currency. You really, and you also want to fit in. You want to be part of the mainstream. You, you don't want to stand out, do you? Yeah, yeah. You you don't want to stand out. That's that's. But as you get older and you're yeah. fifties, who cares? <laughs> worry a lot less it's really liberating it is it is really i think it is liberating to to get older and and just get rid of those sorts of things that have bothered you uh so much i think the most important thing is actually just to be healthy really um and uh as healthy as you can be and and if you have a little bit of weight that's that's okay too just have to be a bit a bit healthy you know so um yeah this has been a real interesting um chat uh so so, um I wonder if we'll get to a point where we don't think about our body anymore. I mean, you still think about being overweight, a little bit overweight, do you? Uh, yeah, I do. You know, I do. I, I, I must admit, I, I still think about it at least once a day. I, I must admit, or I do. I do think about it. I think, oh God, this is tighter. I do. I, I do think about. Yeah, I honestly have to say, I still think about it, but I don't stress about it as much. As I, I used to. Elastic-sided pants, elastic-waisted yeah. pants, and then yes. we won't feel uncomfortable, and then we may not think about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 that's that's right. And and that, I, I think it helps, uh, you know, it helps being comfortable with your, your partner, too, who's also a little overweight. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I think we're – and we both love to eat, so we do. That's part of our our – you know, our bonding, we do, we, we do love to eat and, and, you know, let's face it, the pandemic and lockdown has been a bit hard on everybody. We've all put on a little bit of, of, of weight and, and it's been, uh, it's been comforting. <laughs> so it yeah, it, it's, it it, there have been times when there's not much to do. And so a lovely, um, home cooked meal or even take away home delivery if you're stuck at home it, yeah. it is very tempting yes and i <laughs> i'm not mention alcohol yeah, that's right alcohol too as well and and i did order a lot of cupcakes <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah you come to me i know <laughs> so uh yeah so so food can be very comforting um so i think 
I, I don't know. I, I I think as we were younger, I'm I'm just glad I'm over fifty. That's all I can say because it's it's not much of an an issue uh, as as it used to be. But it was an issue when I was it was an issue when I was single. That it was definitely an issue when I was single. Oh, I can totally relate to that too. When I was in my twenties, um, I was single, and all my it seemed like my my close friends were all skinny blonde women, <laughs> ski instructor types, and I just stood felt like I stood out like a big ugly fat sore thumb, <laughs> and um, yeah, and I was really self conscious being single. So if we we went to a pub or nightclubs, they'd be you know dancing. And men would be coming up to them and trying to chat them up. And I just, I really felt left alone. And it was just, it was so humiliating for me at the time. I'm glad those days are over though, because I, re- I mean, as with, with age comes a little bit of wisdom where you realise those things are shallow. Beauty does fade, you know. It's true. Um, and mm. As we get older, we do have a few lumps and bumps that we didn't have when we were younger and it really doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. really more about how you act and, and, as you say, just being reasonably healthy in your lifestyle. Yeah, being reasonably, yeah. All that matters yeah. at the end is is if you're kind and if you've been nice to people, it doesn't matter how yeah. beautiful or slim you've been, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean people, yeah. people can rock rock the world and change the world, you know, depending. It doesn't matter if they're size 18 or size 12, you know. Yeah. It's more about what you leave behind. Yep, that's for sure. That's for sure. So I think we might end that on that uh, philosophical, <laughs> philosophical. Um, yeah, yeah. No, yes. I, we're coming up to almost twenty minutes. So uh, yeah, I yeah, I think that's all we have on this topic. <laughs> I I'm think. Go and eat now. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go eat something now too. <laughs> No, it's uh, oh, it's been it's been an absolute pleasure, and it's uh, it's nice to have um, you know just uh, interesting podcasts with friends, and just to see how they feel about body image. We we both have changed uh, through the years, but it is something that has been a, a part of our of our life, uh, our lives, you know, our whole life, really. So, um, was there anything else you wanted to share before we we finish this off? Well, I guess I just wanted to share that if anybody's listening out there that is, you know, my age or younger or even in their 20s or whatever that thinks a lot about their body and wishes that they were different, I would hope that you just listen to this and maybe take-home message would be that just really love the miracle that is your body. You know, you you are... Our body is a finely tuned machine that, that gets us allows us to hopefully, if you're able-bodied walk around and enjoy this beautiful world even though it's a bit of a troubled time at the moment so just really try and look at your body and look at all the good things that it gives you and the the miracle of how it survives through illness and things like that Um, and just focus on those positive things about your body rather than thinking about that one issue of of what you weigh looking at those scales yeah Amen. I definitely, <laughs> that is, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I don't want to sound preachy, but I yeah. really think I've spent way too many hours of my life worrying about what I look like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and definitely spending too much uh, focusing on the number on the, uh, on the scale. Yeah. And yeah. So, so no more, that's it. No, no more. more. We're happy. We're happy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Marianne, uh, for, for being on this uh, podcast today. It's a pleasure. Thanks. 
you so much for your company. Please tune in next week to Life's Rich Tapestry, where you will hear another courageous conversation spoken from the heart.